the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to your car insiders on 960 of the Patriot KKNT Intelligent Talk. And my name's Gary Green. I'm here with my partner Dana Southern, and we are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We negotiate the entire transaction for you, not the dealer, only your best interest at heart. And you can reach me at 602-525-1370, and you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Now, he's going to get that eventually. One of these days. And what's funny is each week we try to share some helpful hints on the car buying process. And sometimes we talk about things that we see that are annoying. And, you know, a lot of things are perception. And, you know, one of the things that I think is one of Dana's biggest pet peeves, and I know it's one of my biggest pet peeves, are the addendums. That's when they add the second sticker next to the factory sticker and then arbitrarily pick how much they'd like to add to it. So my wife likes to watch a TV show called Shark Tank. And I don't really watch it that often, but I happened to watch it last night. And they were going back to shows that – to show what the people did. And a gentleman was on the show, and it was just kind of – I thought karma that I happened to be watching this episode because I do not watch it very often. I've never seen it start to finish. Not that that matters. The gentleman was offered $1 million, American dollars, to basically walk away from his company, and one of the sharks was going to buy 100% rights to the company. It was the largest offering ever by a shark to someone on the show, and the gentleman graciously declined. And then they showed the follow-up, and here he was in his suit walking into a car dealership with his product to sell it to a dealer group. So when he walked in, he wasn't meeting the general manager of the dealership. He met three guys in three really nice suits in an office, and I watched him sign the contract. And I want to say it was well more than $1 million worth of product that they bought. This was, without a doubt, a product that I would absolutely convince my clients if they were buying cars for their kids that they need to buy this product. Now, what the product was, was it was a sensor that was put into the seatbelt receptacle where the seatbelt hooked in, and if it was not connected, the car wouldn't start. That's a good feature. So not window tint, not nitrogen in the tires, not a second alarm, but something like that. 
Now, one of the things Dana wanted to talk about today, and I thought it was a great point, was talking about vehicles that were safe for your kids to drive. Now, I'm 54 years old, and I believe Dana's 50. Three. Okay. So question for you. When you were a kid, did you ever lay on the back window ledge and wave to the truck drivers when you were driving cross country with your parents? I could fib and say no. When you were a kid, how often did you have a seatbelt on in the back seat of the car? We didn't have seatbelts. Okay. How often were your parents on the phone in the car with you? Uh, never. How often were your parents distracted by a phone trying to use it for a GPS? Never. The point I'm trying to make is that we made it through our childhood with all these obstacles and we all made it and we look at these things that the social media brings out now and they're talking about you know parents doing this and parents doing that and parents doing this and this and that and this and that and this and that and the one thing that I'll also talk about is when I was a kid okay I don't remember one person I knew dying of a heroin overdose me either and I gotta tell you it's very unfortunate, but I probably have a few too many friends and a family member that have had serious circumstances with these things. So when you, when you see these things and they talk about the things that are important and, and, and watch out for this and watch out for this and watch out for that, you know, it doesn't matter how safe the car is that you put your child in to drive. If you allow them to have a cell phone in the car. Well, and obviously that's an individual decision for for different families, but it's it's certainly hard to argue that time with all the technology and all the different things that, that both adults and children have at their disposal, the time to use them is probably not while you're driving the car. You know. And and the article that Dana brought out was when selecting a vehicle for your student driver Some suggest that big, slow, and ugly is best, while most teens dream about the fast and the furious. But what's the happy meeting that helps keep your teen safe on the road? Beyond airbags, which I don't remember them being in a car when I was a kid because they didn't come out until 85 or 86. And the Mercedes first. And then anti-lock brakes was also first in a Mercedes, and they were back-to-back years. And the years were 85 and 86. I don't remember which was first. Daytime running lights, okay, the Costco auto buying program <laughs> suggests the following top five features to consider when car shopping for your student driver, keeping in mind the safety and decreased distractions are key, okay? So one, safety ratings, crash test scores, and I'm not going to read about it. Two is electronic stability control. Three was the safety tech. And do you have the rest of this article, Dana? You know, I, I'm looking at... Because um, I don't see four and five. Well, no, I think I, I don't know what happened, but when you get to that safety tech one, why, why don't you read what's in that safety tech one? From blind spot warning and adaptive, adaptive headlights to lane departure warnings, front crash prevention, and even a backup camera, safety technology options could significantly improve a driver's, re, driver's reaction beyond behind the wheel, helping to prevent an accident or even lessen the impact. 
And certainly no reasonable person could argue that having all those safety features in addition to perhaps not being distracted on the phone would all be wonderful things. Now, question for you. This is what I was going to say. How many people are in a position to put their teenage drivers in a vehicle that has all this technology and be able to afford it? Because it's thirty grand. It's probably the price point for a vehicle that's going to have blind spot monitors. Lane departure warning. Because the backup camera, a lot of the car manufacturers have put that in the least expensive models that they offer. Not all. And, you know, it's an interesting thing when you bring that up because back in 2014, around March, I thought they passed a federal law that all vehicles made after that date were going to require a rear view camera as a standard safety feature on all models. That's simply not true. And, you know, and the point that we're trying to make is that some of this stuff that we find on the Internet, it's, it's Dana's favorite phrase, and it's, it's poppycock. Because, seriously, think about it. To buy a vehicle that has the proper safety features that they're talking about, you're not buying a twenty or $21,000 car with lane departure warnings. Okay, you can't find cars that have, but how many people do you help, Dana, that are buying their 16-year-old a brand-new vehicle? Well, and that's kind of a key point. I, I've talked to hundreds of people over the years looking to buy first cars for their children, and it's, it's obviously you know a big decision, and I would suggest to the parents out there that are making this decision – you need to think about the the extremes. We just talked about you know some of the recommendations from Costco, some of the safety technology that they would like to see in your teenage driver's vehicle. And for a lot of people, that's simply not realistic. The phone calls that come are, I want to spend $5,000. Oh, I got the 2500 to three grand call yesterday. I got one of those a few days ago. But you get lots and lots of calls where people are looking to spend and or around ten grand or less. Does that sound about right, Gary? Now, here's the other thing, and that's exactly what it is. Now, here's the other part that they don't talk about. Okay, and this is, I think, one of the things that really needs to be discussed. Okay, my daughter's 19 years old. I told my daughter I would help her get a new vehicle, and I meant a new vehicle. So the way we did this, she got a payment that was affordable. She got insurance in her own name. How many parents are taking their 18- and 19-year-old kids, buying them brand-new cars, and to save money on their insurance, they're putting the car in their name and thinking they don't have to list their child as a driver on the car? Well, my daughter's not listed as a driver on her car. She's listed as the driver on her car. My daughter does not live in my house. Okay, so the point that I'm making is when you're stepping over these pennies to pick up dollars, God forbid your child's in an accident with a vehicle that they're driving that's registered in mom and dad's name, who's getting sued? Well, probably not the person without the money. But when you talk about that, I've had lots of conversations, and we're not going to really talk about leasing today, but one thing for sure I'd rather see my 16-year-old in a brand-new vehicle with a really low payment, with full peace of mind, with full warranty, and be able to know that that vehicle is going to be something that they can count on for the next several years. I wouldn't want to put them in a 
eight, nine, ten, twelve-year-old vehicle that doesn't have the safety technology that has a lot of miles on it that you don't know what might happen next. And now you're sending your kid off to school or somewhere, and they're not mechanical. And it, it's funny that you said that because that was the car my daughter had. She had the 150,000-mile Pontiac that run like a champ, and the air conditioning went out. And then it's funny what he said also because we leased a brand-new car for my daughter. Okay, She had some money to put down. She leased a car. She got a lower payment. She really couldn't have afforded the vehicle on a purchase payment. It was too much money. And my daughter is not the kind of person that she won't care in three years. She'll look and she'll say, okay, dad, how much can I lease another new car for? And if she doesn't like that payment and she doesn't like that, we're just going to buy her Honda out that's going to have 25,000 miles on it. It's going to be three years old. And it's going to be worth more than its residual correct. unless, God forbid, there's a you know serious accident. Correct. Right? And she's and, not in it. Correct. But the whole thing that what we're trying to do is we're trying to explain to people that we don't sell – when we go to a dealership with you, we're not selling you a car. We're helping you buy a car. Now, the gentleman that I'm going to deliver a car to his office today, I had a dealer tell me, go to the dealer that has the car. If I trade for the car, I can't sell it as cheap as they can. We talked about that privately last week. 602-525-1370 is Gary. 602-679-8324 is me, Dana Southern. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on KKNT 960, The Patriot. Once again, my name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. Interesting, I, well, not interestingly, but just before the show, I received a call from someone that's just been a, a recent listener, and we spoke for about 10, 15 minutes, and she really just didn't understand what we do. And I'm not going to touch on this for too long, but we're going to talk a little bit later about some of the hundreds of clients that we've helped and the numerous testimonials from those people that we have assisted, and maybe that'll help people to understand a little bit more. But in the interim, I got a call a couple of days ago. I actually received an email first from a gentleman who'd been referred to me by a dear friend who I've helped numerous times. And I'm going to not share his name, but it says, I was given your name by a friend who used my assistance to acquire a vehicle. I actually helped him buy about five vehicles, sell about five vehicles, but we'll move on. I am looking for a Tacoma pickup four-door and have gone through the Costco program and have two vehicles identified as a possibility at a dealership. I wanted to see if the price is reasonable or if your service could provide a better deal. If it's about the same, I will just go through Costco since I have already laid the framework. Also, this will be a cash sale, no trade-in, and no financing. The first one I am looking at, and he tells me what the vehicle is and what the second vehicle is, and he's kind enough to leave his phone number. So I emailed him back, and I basically said, I've never found a circumstance that I couldn't beat a Costco deal. Let's see how much I can beat it by. So he gave me the price that he'd been quoted, not that I asked. He just happened to share it. I sent the information to my friend on a vehicle, including all its dealer add-ons. The net price out the door 
without the dealership having the opportunity to try to sell or sneak anything else extra in there is approximately $1,100 even. The fee for Dana, $400. The net result for the customer, $700 more in his pocket. But that's not all of it because there's a 95% chance they would have snuck in at least one fee because that particular dealership gets away with it almost always. The other thing is, instead of being there for about five minutes to do the paperwork and about 45 minutes to go over the features on the vehicle, that's how long it's going to take for us. Five minutes done with the paperwork, done, and the rest of the time, the nice sales representative explaining the features. If he were to go in on the Costco program, he'd go into the finance department, and he would then have to use all his skill sets, which- To not buy anything. To not buy anything and hope that he gets out of there at just the 1100 I saved him, which would have probably been at least 1500 minus my fee, 1100 So that's a cash deal, no trade-in, no financing, assuming he buys no products, and it took me all of about four seconds to beat his deal. Now, I had the same circumstances with the Costco deal as well. I have a friend, kind of the same kind of circumstances as Dana. It's multiple family members I've helped get cars. So we went to the dealership, and we walked in, and I had never really met this family member. So the first words out of her mouth when I introduced her to the general manager was, I'm a manager at one of the Costco locations, and I'm not quite sure it makes sense for me to have Gary here. And before she could say anything else, she said, listen, let me help you with this. Let's let Gary go home right now, and I'll do the Costco program. I'll pull out the paperwork. I'll show you how it works, and I'll just sell you the car. He says, but Gary, just so you know I'm not doing anything, I'll send you 800 bucks if you leave right now. So you heard what I said. And just so you're clear, we don't get paid by dealers right. ever. And but all he was trying to point out was that the deals that Dana and I arrange are better than Costco. Oh, they, for sure. But think about this, Gary. And, and let me ask you, because it'll sound redundant, but what if you have a trade-in and you're looking to buy a car and you're using the Costco program? What does Costco do to help you? Close your eyes. And what do you see? Nothing. And if you're thinking about financing and maybe you've had you know, credit challenges, maybe you haven't, maybe you're thinking about leasing, financing, paying cash, what does Costco do to help you in that regard? Uh, close your eyes and what do you see? Nothing. And so if you thought perhaps that you might, for your personal benefit, consider an extended service contract. Would they... Oh, wait. They, 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 they have special pricing and they want to see you have your Costco card because we can offer you special pricing. Poppycock. Poppycock. Exactly. Okay. And just so we're clear, that line comes out in finance departments all across the valley every, every single, single day. Every single day. And it doesn't matter if you came in on the Costco program or not. They ask that question to give you the false sense that you're getting a super great deal because you're a Costco member. Perception is not reality. Reality is reality. You know, you heard what I said earlier was that I told. I was told by a general manager of a dealership, buy the car from the dealership that has the car. And there was a couple of circumstances involved. A, the dealer didn't want to trade for the vehicle because the car was a 2014, and just in case the gentleman didn't like the truck, 
he didn't want to be stuck with it. By God, he did not. Yeah. Second thing was he came out and said they'll be more interested in selling the vehicle cheaper than, you know, and Dana and I had this conversation, and Dana was actually like, Gary, you know that going there, and it happens to be a dealership that we would never go to. For the most part. Unless. Unless. We had to. Exactly. This was one of those times. Yeah. And, and, and I know the GM that works there. I know one of the finance guys that works there. I know one of the sales managers. It's been, it's been a store that's had a lot of turmoil. Uh, whether or not the people are better, whether or not the people are worse, that's not what Dana and I are about. Okay, It's about our relationships. Now, the gentleman that helped me with the deal, it took, it took a really long time. It took about 37 seconds to put the deal together once the gentleman agreed that this was this, the car that he wanted to buy. So the point that we're trying to make is that we're not selling you a car. We're helping you buy a car. And when's the last time, Dana, you charged somebody 400 bucks for information on the phone? I, I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait till that time comes. No, no. When's the last time that someone said to you, oh, I got a great deal. Okay. I leased a car for 160 bucks a month. That doesn't mean anything. Right. Now, the question I had was, how much money did you put down? And she... Came right back at me. I didn't put any money down. Okay, so you leased a brand new $29,000 car with no money down for one sixty a month. What did you trade in? The obvious question because you didn't get there without right. throwing something at it. Yeah. Now, so the question becomes at this point is what did you pay for the car? They have no idea. When you ask somebody a lease that leases a car, you ask them what they paid for the car, and 99% of them are going to tell you what is their payment is the payment is and i can guarantee you that a hundred percent of the clients that gary and i help know exactly what they're paying for and the payment is a function of the math correct now what does it say on the contract agreed upon sale price correct okay every single fee every single dollar amount on a lease contract is there with the exception of the money factor. And of course, in many cases, you know, the selling price, they may use a different term like cap cost or adjusted cap cost. But once again, Gary's number is 602-525-1370. My number is 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. Now, yesterday was National Dog Day, but when we come back, we're going to talk about that smart fox, if you know what I'm talking about. Car fox? Yeah. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot, KKNT Intelligent Talk. My name is Gary Green. I'm here with my partner, Dana Southern, and we are Your Car Insiders. Quick question, Gary. Yeah. Do you know anybody in the Valley of the Sun that does anything like what we do for our clients? No. Pretty simple. Nope. And special thanks to the closest dealership, I think, that does to what we do is Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen. Truly a great organization. They are the dealer for the people, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Peoria Arizona, and their number is 623-875-4000. Now, you, you know, you'll notice by listening to our show that we have dealerships that support what we do. And when I say support what we do, they get it. Okay. They, they don't mind us coming in, not paying us a penny, 
in helping a client buy a car, unlike in certain, and then understanding how a car deal works. And so for them, they give it's us sound business, and and it's also business that that we hold them as accountable as possible. And by the same token, they are as kind and helpful as they can be. Now, I mentioned that Carfax thing. And, you know, it's, it's all about one word. It's all about perception. And if you've noticed, they're talking about these Carfax dealers that are having these special promotions, Carfax one-owner sales. Show me all the one-owner Carfaxes. Well, I happened to look at three vehicles this week, and I had somebody provide me with Carfaxes on all three vehicles, and all three vehicles showed one owner, no accident damage reported, Carfax, one owner vehicle, six records found, personal vehicle was one. Okay. However, when I go through the Carfax, it does show me that on 3-5-2014, the vehicle was offered for sale by another dealership, which means that at 3,700 miles... The car was sold. Second time. Second time. So it's not a one-owner car. Okay. Next one was a Suburban that basically showed the same thing, that the vehicle was sold new, and then at – let's see where this is. The vehicle was sold brand new in Tucson, Arizona, and then shows me that – on 7-20-2010, it was offered for sale by a large Chevrolet dealership in the Valley. Then it shows a couple of days after that being offered for sale, a registration was issued or renewed. That's not a one-owner car. Okay. So that's two. The third says rental vehicle. That's perception. But for me, if more than one person drives the car or maybe a spouse or a family member – I still consider that one owner. If it's a rental car and up to you know several hundred people could have driven that car, I don't consider that a one owner car. That's just me. Now, the the part that was on this vehicle was when I looked at the car, there was a a plate frame around the back license plate, and I happened to know the dealership that sells this car. And I don't want his his business model is he goes to the Mannheim Auto Auction on Thursdays, and the majority of his cars, is a used car dealer, are rental cars. Now, two years ago probably, it didn't say on the Carfax rental vehicle. It said one owner car. So with that being said, I saw the plate frame. I said, you know what? I'm going to go to the guy's website. I'm going to look up the VIN number and I'm going to get somebody to pull me the Carfax. So there it is, one-owner vehicle. Now, it's a one-owner vehicle that was purchased at the auction, sold by the dealer, bought by someone else, and now that person's selling the car. So it's really two owners. Okay, I'm not going to call the dealer that bought the car at the auction an owner because he just bought the car, took title to it. They don't count the as an owner. It doesn't count as an owner of the car. So the, the point that we're trying to make is Dana. You buy any one of these cars and you get the Carfax and you don't register the Carfax. Within 90 days of purchase. What guarantee do you have? Zero. Okay. This, in my opinion, is Carfax hanging dealers out to dry because the 
the person, when they buy the car, if they find this out and they bought the car as a Carfax one-owner car, when they find out that Carfax isn't doing anything for them, they're going back to the dealer. And And realistically, when Gary or I look at a Carfax, we know everything to look for because, of course, we've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of them. If you're a consumer and you're relying on Carfax, you're making a gamble. You are not making a wise decision. I helped a gentleman the other day buy a car. The Carfax, the gentleman blessed me when we left his house. There was something wrong with the vehicle. I didn't like the way it looked. I got home, ran the Carfax. On the Carfax, it read total loss. Nowhere in the conversation was it discussed. Total loss, salvage title, rebuilt salvage title. Total loss is even worse than the, t- the other two. Because it hasn't been inspected or even repaired yet. We'll be... Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. Once again, I'm Dana Southern. I'm here with my partner, Gary Green, and we are Your Car Insiders. One of the things that I wanted to talk about today, and we've mentioned it before, but I'm going to try to be a little bit more detail of we help a lot of people, of course. We, we of course, have the capacity to help more people. The, the interesting thing is if you were to look at who the clients are that we've assisted through the purchase process of buying a vehicle, the, the range of people are from economics professors, professors, doctors, lawyers, firefighters, engineers, teachers, pilots, retired business professionals, people that own their own companies, people that either hear what we have to say and then ultimately we go ahead and follow through on everything we say we're going to do. And so whether they're military, whether they're teachers, our purpose is to make it easy for you to buy a car, make sure that you leave the dealership with us by your side through the entire negotiation and finance process to when you're done with your paperwork, you're extremely thrilled. And we have on our website, I, and we don't ask for testimonials. There's tons of testimonials that are on Facebook, that are on our website, that are in different areas. But we literally have more than we could possibly read in several shows. But let's have, if you don't mind, let's talk about not necessarily who they are, but some of the things that our clients have said. I don't have any of the testimonials in front of me. I just gave them to you. Apologize for that little thing, but I, I thought I had been... See, by the way, and this is another thing, Gary and I are not radio personalities, and yeah, we I'm know I'm going to let you read them. Well, okay. Well, there's there's so many, it's kind of hard to know and, where to and, begin. And, and one thing, I, I do ask people to send testimonials. And when I ask somebody for a testimonial, I, I just kind of want them to explain how simple the process was. And how easy it is. I don't want their names. We don't list their names. Uh, we don't list where they bought the car. It's just about the service that we provide. Now, I've never had anybody say to me, I don't think your service was worth it. Me either. And I'll give you, well, we'll just read some of them. Gary, thanks for all your help. You made buying a car stress-free 
and made sure and made sure I received the best deal possible. I will never buy another car without you. Dana, I am so very grateful a friend gave me your name, explaining how he helps people. He said a friend gave me Dana's name, explaining how he helps people regarding problems concerning buying, selling, and trading cars in person and online as a former owner, general manager of a dealership himself. Dana is very much aware of all the details involved, and he goes out of his way to explain everything and find the best solution for me. Dana came through 1,000, I think that's what it is, and I cannot say enough praise and heartfelt thanks. Gary, I wanted to thank you for making the car buying experience completely painless. I am a person who likes knowing what to expect to expect and hates the feeling of being taken. By using your service, not only did we know what to expect, but you answered questions as we went sometimes before I asked them. And besides the fact that you made it so easy, you saved me thousands of dollars on the car itself. Thanks a million, your friend. Now, what's the, the, the biggest word that I try to explain to people when I'm helping? I know Dana's the exact same way. People do not mind paying a profit when they're buying anything because if they weren't working for a company that was making money, they wouldn't be able to buy what they're buying. But the word's transparency. Okay, when's the last time you negotiated a car deal by a monthly payment? Never. Since we've been doing this. Now, keep in mind, we do understand and listen to our clients, and if they have a, a budget they're trying to achieve, obviously we know how math works. Right. But we don't ever guide people to make decisions based on a simple equation. If you know your interest rate, if you know what you're paying out the door, you know how long you're financing it, then by God, the payment's the payment. And so it really doesn't make a difference if, if you go in and you're planning to buy based on payment. And I'm going to give you another little tidbit. In all those years that I spend, and I've got tons and tons more testimonials that I could keep reading, but in all the years that I spent on the retail side of the industry, one of the things that I commonly did was, of course, talk to the clients. Even as the general manager, partner, general sales manager, I really like people and I was good at talking to people, at least they thought so. And so I would often talk to consumers that were coming in thinking about buying a car. And I would tell you that one of the first things that I tried to determine and what happened close to half the time was the person that was with my employee at least close to 50% of the time wasn't even on the right car for them, meaning that based on what they said to me, based on what I heard them say, the salesperson had shown them something that was either too expensive or not nice enough. So half the time when I wouldn't go in to visit, or close to half the time, I would have to start over by figuring out and listening to them what their true needs are and then appropriately put them on the correct car. For now, I'm going to go back because I said I was going to do it. I'm going to go back and read more testimonials. This one is from a gentleman that I've helped numerous times. It says, I met Dana at Arrowhead Honda when my youngest daughter was getting ready to drive. He was the general sales manager at the time. It was an early Saturday morning when we met. He spoke with me about what my daughter was looking for. In a very short time, he found an almost new Accord, four-door with about 6,000 miles that I would have bought in a minute. 
the price and car were perfect. Unfortunately, it was a four-door, and my daughter would have nothing to do with it. Over the years, my other daughter and son-in-law became close with Dana and his wife, unbeknownst to me. Not sure how they met, but I met him again at one of my daughter and son-in-law's get-togethers. I recently found out Dana had a new venture. This is from a few years ago, by the way. Um, the vehicle... Um, I apologize. I shouldn't have said that because I lost my spot. So after meeting, I recently found out Dana had a new venture, car, Your Car Insiders, and actually worked with my daughter and son-in-law to find a vehicle. The vehicle was a was brand new, and my daughter and son-in-law said it was a remarkable experience and that Dana was truly a consumer advocate for them. He knew the way dealership make a little here and a little there and was able to circumvent that and save them a good deal of money and still get them the vehicle they wanted. I recently decided, and he goes on and on, but the end of it says, I knew this, but found Dana can be to, to be extremely honest, fair, and an excellent communicator. He truly wants to do the best for his customers, a real 120% type of guy, and would recommend him to anyone I know. And let's go to one of the countless for Gary as well. I just wanted to say a thank you for helping with my first vehicle purchase. Your expertise was so helpful. If you weren't there, that finance manager definitely would have taken advantage of my inexperience. Thanks for walking me through the process and for getting me such a great deal. You saved me several thousand of dollars easy, and I can't thank you enough. I hope I never have to buy another vehicle without your guidance. You're a great person, and this service you offer is something everyone should have the pleasure of experiencing. The thought of buying a vehicle from the dealership was scary, primarily thought of dealing with the finance department, but not only did you speak their language, you were one step ahead of them the entire time. You kept that finance guy honest, and I got an amazing deal because of it. Thank you so much. Another one for Gary. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the help you did for me on buying a new car. I have no clue what I would have done without you. Yes, I do. I would have been screwed over again by a dealership. Anyways, you really took the time to find the right car and get me out of my so expensive car that I was upside down on. I couldn't have asked for a better person than you. You are awesome. Again, thank you so much, and I will send anybody I know your way. Dana. Before I met Dana, I was planning on buying a beater that would hopefully get me halfway across the country because I had bad credit. From the first time we talked on the phone to the moment I drove out of the car lot, I had full faith and confidence that he was going to do everything in his power to make sure that I was not only going to have a vehicle get me to my next duty station, but also have a fantastic vehicle that is going to last me a long time. He did all of this and then got me the best possible rates, payments, and price on practically a brand new car. I stepped foot in a dealer once, and that was so I could drive my car off the lot. Dana did all the legwork and made sure that I was comfortable and excited about my new car. He also helped my mom get into a nice vehicle and then a, less than a month before I came home on leave. I have never met anyone so professional in any line of work and will continue to use Dana no matter where I am in the world. Thank you very much, Dana. And I could just keep going and going, but I'm not going to. Now, you can go to our website. You can go to our Facebook page. You can see all these testimonies. But there's something I want to talk about. I want to add to something. It's about relationships. It's about how people do business. It's not just the car business. It's just that the car business is extremely scrutinized. And to give you an example, I was out with my wife the other day, and we were just looking 
for something to do to kill a little time before we went to the movies. And we decided to just walk into Jared's. And You should have gone to Jared's. I was laughing because these jewelry stores, these big jewelry stores have turned into almost like car dealerships. If Paint sales and, and add-ons. If you're not buying something, they're having someone else talk to you before they leave. So I like watches. And I was looking, and the girl mentioned something about a certain kind of watch, and they no longer sell this brand. And it doesn't matter why they don't sell it, whether it was the manufacturer's choice or their choice to not sell it. But the the funny part about it was they were talking to me about the limited limited availability of a really cool watch. And without going into details, the number that I heard one of the sales reps say was there's only going to be 10 of these in the world. Well, I went home and I was kind of intrigued by that. The only problem that I came out with was that it's the year 2015 and it was a movie for the James Bond movie. It was a watch for the James Bond movie that's coming out this month or the beginning of next month. So the year 2015 and 007. So 15007. That's how many of them are being made. That's what I thought I saw on the internet. So... Folks, just because someone tells you something, and I'm not saying she was wrong. I'm not saying she was misleading. It's just the car business. There's so much information that you can gather on the Internet. It just doesn't mean it's right. That coupled with when you're at a car dealership, whether you realize it or not, the dealers are trained to serve things up or say things in a certain way. And you hear what you want to hear more often than you realize. Mark Twain had a you know a saying that it's much easier it's much easier to convince somebody. Let me say it right, so I don't mess it up. I'm sorry. Um, it's much easier to trick someone than it is to convince someone that they've been tricked. And so. And another famous guy said that far more people have been robbed with a pen than they have with a gun. Think about it. It's simply true. Trust is something that you just simply can't have going into a car dealership if you're not armed with all the knowledge you need to have that trust be verified. I grew up with a inspect what you expect approach to everything to do with what I do. So all I can tell you is that you can reach Gary, Gary Green at 602-525-1370. You can reach me at 602-679-8324. We are your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer. We don't charge a dime unless we assist you. And by goodness, we're very good at what we do, and we care a lot.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.